I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Scenic, or was there something? Or there's a bar. Just the distance, right? It's it's the distance, and it's the bar eighty six. I'm pretty sure we've all been kicked out of eighty six to have more than one bar. So I certainly have been. There we go. So also, uh, it's an association of mine. So we can get back into that on later times, right? So what made this ride memorable, right? Was I mean, we had a major bonding experiences all the way through. It was awesome. Also. It rained for 14 hours out of the 18 hours from oh. here to Utah, right? Well, you would just get dried out, like almost all the way dried out. And then, hey, look it, we're going to get blessed with a little more rain. Oh, right? Most Harleys don't have a windshield on them. So what were you driving? Well, I started the ride off on a 2012 street glide. But now this is where things get like what makes it memorable, right? Um, if you ever get into Utah, you got to go to Zion National Park and Bryce Canyon. It is a must. Pictures will never do it justice, right? On my bike, I'm about 200 yards from the Zion National Park entrance, and my bike goes and dies, right? Yeah. And so we fiddle around, we get something else, we get the bike running, and then if it gets under 2,000 RPMs, it just dies. So we make a, we make a group decision. Oh, by the way, this is on a Sunday. Nothing's open in Utah on Sundays. Except I bars believe that. At like, okay. Bars close at like 8, right? So we're all like, the nearest Harley dealership is Vegas. And we're like, <laughs> all right. So so we turn around. We start making our way down there. We hit a stoplight. The bike dies again, right? Boom. And then a full-patched mo- Mongol guy sees us all broke down on the side of the road, flips back around, and I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> right? He's like, hey, here's the guy. He's open for us. Give him a call. He may help you. He may not. He did not help us, but I thought that was pretty cool. Right? <laughs> you, know? you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, like, wouldn't you know? Like, did he so, just say no or did he give you a reason? 
Yeah, he just said, you know, he just said, nah, not interested. Damn. So, Thanks. Thanks for the help. Yeah. Okay. Thanks right. for the help. So then, you know, we wait like 20 minutes, juggle a couple wires, bike gets up, and I just go. I run like two stoplights. I get on the freeway. I'm doing like 85 miles an hour. Uh, the highway is like 15 that goes from Utah to Vegas. If you guys have never ran that road, semis do like 80 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. So I'm white knuckle on my bike going, please, man, don't die, don't die. Because, like, no matter where I could get to, a semi was, like, right behind me, right? So I'm just cruising down the road, just praying to the Lord, let me make it to Vegas, right? And so. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was doing the same thing. We make it into Vegas, right? And then I, det- I made a determination that I started this ride on a bike. I'm going to end this ride on a bike. So I bought a new-to-me bike ship my bike home then we turned around went back up 15 went through you know zion national uh, park very beautiful hit bryce canyon that part was awesome then we cruised all the way up into montana crashed in there and then came back home it was about 3400 miles and we did it in like six days that's awesome. damn that's not bad man that was getting mm-hmm. it done Sounds like a good voyage. Yeah, I think about a bike. That I'd be more apt to want to go cross country on a bike than in a car. Yeah, and I know how I know I know how how dangerous it is to be <laughs> that rain it. part being on that highway. Yeah, okay, the rain part. Yeah, and I semi, I'm just like yeah. I mean, a semi go by, goes by you at eighty in your car. You feel it. The draft. Yeah. When we were That's driving in New Mexico, not a joke, man. We. We have had semis going by. We were doing 95, and that's about the average because there's nothing out there. But you'd see these trucks show up in the rearview mirror, and you cannot believe they're getting close. We're just on a regular SUV. We got the kids. Again, we're going 95 miles an hour just through the straight-ass road in the desert. And these trucks would honk at you and blow by. And you're right, man. The whole car is shaking back and forth. Well, you have to be going like but, 105 miles can, an hour. I know it's dangerous as hell, but if you can get behind an 18-wheeler, you can draft. Yeah. I, Let's just assume you take your, you know, your, your your scooter on the interstate to get home. You know what I mean? And your bike only normally goes like 55, 56 miles an hour. You go behind an 18-wheeler, man. That thing gets up to 75 miles an hour. And you're like, I can't believe this bike is doing this. Yeah, yeah it's effortless. It's dangerous as hell. I was going to say that is wicked dangerous, dude. Still, it's like, this thing's flying. What's, uh, what's the longest distance you've traveled? What made it memorable? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Eugene. Welcome to the bedroom. Hola. Hola. So I, uh, my god brother and I got out of the military. Um, he had an incident in New York and moved back in with me in Chicago. And one night we decided to drive from Chicago all the way to Seattle, Washington before I moved out here. You just didn't want to check it out? Well, uh, he had dated a girl when he was stationed in Hawaii. And she lived out here in Washington, in Camino Island. Mm-hmm. And so he and I basically lied to uh, my parents and his parents and said we were going to go to southern Illinois. But we packed up the car and drove from Chicago to Washington and tried to do it in the shortest distance possible. Which is what? Oh, we decided to go and just load up the car and start driving, and we made it here. It said it would take us 38 hours, and we're like, we're both, you know, military. We could beat that. So we got out here in 36 hours, but along the way when I was driving, we ended up in um, Montana, 
and the radio station switched over to all Christian channels, and I started falling asleep. <laughs> and we, all of a sudden, we, we refer to each other by our last names. Of course. And he yelled out my last name, and we were in a ditch in the left. He grabbed the wheel. We did a 360 across. The expressway ended up into the next ditch on the right, stopped the car, checked, make sure everything was good. We switched seats. He gave me a Red Bull and said he was driving until we got to the mountains. Okay. I feel like that's a good call. Yeah, pretty good idea. I'm telling you, man, it's got to be Montana. My wife moved out here. So we moved here in 2005. My wife stayed on the East Coast because her sister was getting married. She's in a wedding. Blah, blah, blah. So she drives out here with her father. She's going to move out here. And she called every day. They just wanted to cover a time zone a day, so about a 1,000 miles. And they made good time. Both of them were very much lead foots. But they get to Montana. And she goes, look, Montana's a two-day state. Like, depending on the time, you... It's massive. It is. It's a big... But she goes, it's beautiful. It's all these different things. And then one day she calls me, and she's just pissed. And I'm like, what's up, man? She's like, we stayed at some motel. No problem. Then we stopped at a diner to get something to eat. I'm like, okay. And she ordered, like, a breakfast sandwich or something. Just real basic stuff. And... When the waitress came out, I guess there's like a family of four next to them and gave the family of four her order instead of what she ordered. Again, I'm like, not a big deal. She goes, I'm not done. So she realizes when they deliver the food to her and her father's sandwich, she's like, oh, this is the wrong order. Waitress instantly goes, oh, man, I already figured it out. I gave your food to this table. My wife's like, no problem. Waitress leans over, grabs the plate off of the family's, uh, off of the family's table and puts it in front of my wife. Keep in mind. There'd been a bite taken out of the bacon, <laughs> the bacon and egg sandwich or something like that. And she's like, there's a crystal clear, like, bite out of it. Like, anyone who eats a sandwich, she goes, it's gone. And the guy's over there chewing, and he's kind of nods to her, like, oh, yeah, please, you know, you know, my bad. Uh, so my wife's like, well, he already took a bite. The waitress's response, yeah, but just one bite. So I'm like, what do you do? She's like, I didn't say, I just, I just didn't eat. No. So she like, just watched her father right. eat, and she just stared down at her plate. There's something about Montana where if anything's going to be weird about your trip, it seems like it happens there. And Montana's so big. Like, where I go, it takes longer to, to go from, like, where we are in Polson over to the other side of Montana than it takes us to get to Polson from Seattle. Right. That, that's how big that freaking place is. Yeah, because I'm every summer, I'm like, hey, Jesse, we should go visit this town and that town. He's like, that's seven hours away, dude. Right. right. Like, All right. <laughs> What's the longest drive uh, to a distance you've traveled and what made it memorable? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Trevor. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, dude. Hola. <laughs> so, yeah, I got a story back in the day. We're going to the, uh, got the bright idea of three of us to pack in an old Chevy van. We painted it black the week before uh, it was brown before that good choice Good choice. <laughs> yeah i decided to make her black and it's uh beginning of may the, the big final round of vegas supercross used to be a big deal back in the day everyone wanted to go to that so we'll, we're going to drive down there and then hop over to california and hit the first round of the outdoor nationals which is a first outdoor race all right so we make, make her to vegas we're all kind of sick when we get there because we got uh, three motorcycles in back of this 1975 Chevy van. It's got no windows on the side. Uh, you know, just got the front window and the two sides of, from the doors. And uh, we pack in all our gears, three motorcycles, gas cans, and we're not smart enough to have the gas cans empty, so we're driving down. They all got gas in them. So we're, you know, of course, we're all sick when we get there. But, you know, the, the party and 
partying took care of that when we got to Vegas. But we, so we, we did that deal. And we're headed out out to uh, California to Lake Elsinore, and uh, we're driving through the Mojave Desert about a half hour out of Vegas. And the, the motor blows up, so we pull off to the side of the freeway there, and so everyone on that road's doing eighty plus of flying by. Easily, got, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're just flying by us. We're getting dusted out. We got flip-flops on, shorts, you know, we're coming from Vegas and standing outside the van and wondering if we're going to die or not. Got nothing to drink. We're hungover. Got got our T-shirts off, you know, trying to get people to stop. They're just flying by us. Ain't ain't a chance no one's stopping for us. We... There's even cops that went by us and they just flew right by us. Like, you know, <laughs> we're, we're trying everything. So we got the bright idea to take our, one of our motorcycles out and just kick it sideways on the side of the road. And hopefully one of our buddies that was doing the same thing would see us. Well, luckily, uh, one of our buddies, Travis TBT race and he goes by in a big truck and a big trailer pulls over, picks us up. So we got lucky there, but he's got no room in his truck. So we got to ride in the trailer in the back of the trailer well he's already got six motorcycles in there so now we're throwing three more gas cans so we're riding in there get to california we're all sick again and we uh <laughs> we, we're, we we did the trip there for like three or four days we got no way to get home we left the van in the mojave desert on the side of the road i don't even know whatever happened to that. it could still be out you there you probably made the right call so i'm guessing these yeah. were dirt bikes right that you guys yep, are dirt bikes. Yeah, we're doing. So you couldn't legally things. hop on that thing, ride no, back to Vegas, no, and get help. No. Yeah, no, sir. I mean, we could have maybe pulled something like that off, but I don't think we had enough gas. And <laughs> we're out in the middle of nowhere. We got no idea what's what's going on. You know, we're just just trying to get to California at this point. Did the and, uh, did the van have were the tags attached to somebody's house? The the tags on the van that you just abandoned yeah, in the, the desert. The registration. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it it was. Yep, my buddy Rob, it was his van, and I I don't honestly know whatever happened to the thing. You know, we I think one of us had a cell phone at that point because it was back in the day, and we I mean, it didn't even work. So you know, we were, we had no action there, and and then yeah, we, so we we did the California thing, went and rode all week, and then went to the first round of the outdoor nationals, and then we're we have we got no way to get home. So our buddy just says, "Well, I'll just take you home," but. That's in back of his enclosed trailer. So we rode, we rode from uh, Glen Helen uh, motocross track in Southern California all the way back to Seattle in a enclosed trailer with with all this gear, gas, and no bears. I no bet lights, you, you no never appreciated fresh air as much as yeah. you did when Let you finally got here. back to Seattle, yeah, like man. How do you tell me you need to pee? All the yeah, things. I guess there's a bottle. How did they not like, die? I don't know. Especially with suck. the gas. I would get so car sick if I couldn't see out a window or whatever. Yeah, it's like, pitch yeah. black, smells like fumes. Well, at least there's no lasting effects. Return of Who Sucks Less is uh, coming up. Have we got your emails on the way from the men's room at KISW.com next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9. KISW. Blue Sox Plus is on the way, but first time for a few emails from the men's room at KISW.com. You've got mail. You've got mail. Quite a few responses there from the email on our question, what is the longest distance you've traveled and what made it memorable uh, in the room? Uh, guys, what would you say is the longest uh, drive I've ever taken was 24 hours. Did that 24 hours straight with a buddy. So we were just switching on and off. We stayed awake, both of us, the entire time. So we went from uh, West Virginia, Morgantown, West Virginia, to Key West, Florida. And the hardest part about this trip is that, I'm not kidding, at 12 hours, we made it to the border to Florida. Right. Now comes the long part. But when you see the sign that says, welcome to Florida, I mean, high fives. Mm -hmm. We did it. This is awesome. Not realizing you're only halfway there. That's the way we were with Texas. Uh, visiting family down there, same thing. We're, we're kids, but we're driving from upstate to Houston. And I remember we finally, you know, welcome to Texas. Me and my brother, same kind. We're high five and we're so excited. Then my brother's really looking at the map and looks at the key and he's like, I don't think we get there until tomorrow. My father's like, nah, it, we mm-hmm. still have hundreds upon hundreds of miles to drive. Yep. I think 12 or 13 straight. To me, that's still brutal if you do it in it one is. day. It is. It's it sucks. was. And, and the worst part was we did it. The first year I went to Burning Man, it's just me and Cobb, and we did it. We left Saturday night as the man was burning and drove all the way through, switching on and off. But, like, when we got to Portland, and we're driving, a uh, like, the big passenger vans with yeah. no windows, and when we got to Portland, I pulled over, and we had, like, a intense argument because he's like, you got to keep driving. And I'm like, I just almost fell asleep on that bridge. Like, yeah. Like, we just got, like, I, we, I can't. This is the safe no. spot to do. Man, when trips are long like that, when we were flying back from so Munich. So he drove and bitched at me. Munich, <laughs> Munich's a long place. It was what, like nine hours or so. I, I don't remember, but we landed in, I believe, Chicago was our layover. And the best news that any of us heard, seriously, we got off the plane, you're going through customs. So, oh, hey, man, we got bad. Your flight's been delayed three hours or whatever it was. All of us were like, thank you. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I don't want to be on a plane right now. And we all went yeah. to the bar. You make your phone calls to your friends, whatever it is you got to do. I've never been so happy to have a flight that was delayed. I'm like, thank you so much. I was going to say, London straight back to Seattle, going against the winds. That was a long flight, too. By the time the plane lands, you're literally at your breaking point. I can't believe they don't shoot. I fell asleep going home on the light ride. I can't believe they don't (laughs) shoot over the Arctic Ocean. I really can't. Some do. Yeah, they might still a long right. well, There's just right. no right. fast way to do it, man. Gentlemen, getting out of a Ranger Bat Summer 21, living with a girlfriend in Spokane. I had uh, 120 days of terminal leave stacked up because I was buddies with uh, S1, and they never subtracted my leave vacations. Realizing I'd never have such paid time off again, I decided to hit the road from Spokane to Tri-Cities along the Columbia to Astoria. 
and down the 101 on Highway 1 all the way to Orange County and San Diego. Was the freest I've ever felt in my life. Slept in my truck with no one to mind and uh, drive and rest as long as I felt. Stunning differences between the Pacific Northwest and the Bay Area and SoCal coastline are unforgettable. Never had to pay for lodging thanks to enough Ranger buddies down there and uh, the beautiful California girls I briefly met. Learned to surf when I can't even swim. Even got a free husky puppy on the way back up. It didn't cost me that relationship because I extended the trip, but it was worth it. Plus, I uh, didn't have to live in Spokane any longer. I can go on and on, but it was a road trip of a lifetime, and I'll never forget. And, of course, the men's room app was playing. Uh, keep on rocking, guys. That from uh, Angel. I've heard part of that uh, Pacific Coast Highway gets a little sketchy around Big Sur. That's what I, I've heard the same thing. Like, I know it's beautiful. People, people, ske- love- people sketchy? No, like the road. The road itself. is like yeah. on a okay. cliff. All right. Because my cousin, did, my one cousin, did, him and his wife did it on their honeymoon. <laughs> when he got back, I said, "How was it?" He goes, "I couldn't say anything." He yeah. goes, "I was kind of scared." I got to be honest with you. From uh, Tillamook in Oregon, <laughs> south, people wise, starts to get sketch. Oh sure. I mean, that's not the roadway. It's just yeah, yeah. Yep. You're not wrong, guys. I had uh, not seen my dad for a few months since he moved uh, to Fairbanks, Alaska. So I decided to take time off and go visit my dad. While there, he volunteered to help some neighbors transport gold panning equipment past the Yukon River. I decided to go on the road trip with him, figured it would be a great opportunity to see wildlife and catch up with my dad. If I had not gone with him, I would have been watching movies, hanging out with a neighbor and her sled dogs and reindeer, whatever. So we start driving north, and we're excited to see some wildlife. Along the way, we see a bird and another bird and another and another It was safe to say that uh, bird was the word. Eventually, we dropped off the gold painting equipment. We decided to continue driving north to the Arctic Circle. Finally, some new wildlife, a porcupine, an Arctic rabbit, and one brown bear. Thankfully, the bear was running in the opposite direction, made it to the Arctic Circle Park, decided to continue traveling north, and we got to Coldfoot, Alaska. While there, we toured the uh, visitor center, got some dinner at the only diner in town, then continued north to Wiseman, Alaska. At this point, we found a bare-bones hotel room for the night, which was owned and operated by the park ranger at the visitor center. Next morning, we start heading south, and we see more birds. Then we get back to my dad's cabin. His roommate told us there was a moose in the driveway about an hour after we left. So in total, we drove roughly 1,300 miles, round trip in 24 hours. And I'll always remember how we yelled out in excitement every time we saw a bird. Rock on, guys. That's from uh, Alicia. Guys, many years ago, in my 20s, my sister got uh, involved with a door-to-door encyclopedia selling racket over in Baltimore for a summer. <laughs> yeah, that's the place to sell encyclopedias. Now, I, in, I don't know why. When I did door-to-door, too, it seems like you specifically have to go to bad neighborhoods. Yeah. Keep oh, in, yeah. Keep in mind, we lived in Seattle, so we drove over there and uh, oh. friends with friends to do this. To sell encyclopedias. Well, after being asked into one too many threesomes by fat, naked couples answering the door, she had decided to cut her losses, but her friends were still trying to break even. They had uh, used her car. She didn't want to drive back home alone. My grandparents gave me a credit card to fly there and drive back and have some fun on the way. I flew to get her, and she was so embarrassed about the whole thing, she just wanted to drive home. No stops, no fun, no hotels, just get home ASAP. As such, we drove the 3,000 miles back, and the most memorable place we stopped, that would be the Wall Drug in South Dakota. If you've never been, you know how exciting it is. Don't, don't get me wrong, my sister and I had great conversations, traveling the length of the U.S. twice, sleeping in a car, truck stops, and the best souvenir I have is a Wall Drug sticker. 
not exactly a uh, dear diary material. But either way, uh, keep on rocking, guys. That from Terry. It is pretty famous, Terry. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. Al Bubich is my now ex-wife, and I moved from Phoenix to Miami Beach. Then, 18 months later, we moved to Seattle. I drove our SUV, loaded with a ton of stuff, the dog, the cat. She flew with the kids. It took four days from Phoenix to Miami Beach, six days from Miami Beach to Seattle. We had to have the interior shampooed after each trip mm -hmm. due to the stink. We'll never attempt something like that again. Uh, thanks, guys. That from Kevin. And another, old naked ladies, I have circumvented the uh, planet thanks to the Navy Granite. It was in stages. I was flown off of my first ship in the Arabian Sea, just outside of the Persian Gulf to Oman. From there, I hit Diego Garcia, Clark Air Base in the Philippines, Okinawa, Anchorage, L.A., and Seattle. God, I was able to have a few weeks at home, then flew to Philadelphia, Naples, Italy, Athens, Greece, Kuwait, back to Diego Garcia, then to my second ship in the Arabian Sea. Jesus, man. Cheers, guys. That from Sailor Jeff. And one more on the question. Guys, the longest I've traveled was on a British Airway Boeing 747 from San Francisco International to London Heathrow back in 2016. What made it memorable was I got to spend the last half of the flight in the cockpit jump seat and was allowed to start an APU, an automated power unit, shortly after landing. This was because I got into a long discussion with the captain regarding our love for aviation. Also, comedian Ricky Jarvis was on board. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Cheers, bitches. Have a fantastic rest of your day. P.S. What's the word on Miles and his hairless cat? That from Alex. Alex. Uh, so what is the word? So far, no uh, no hairless cat in my uh, domicile. Come on. Now I want you to get one. Aren't I'm, you hungry for kangaroo pate? I'm still Who else looking, are you going to share it with? I'm still looking for a cat. If it's hairless, that's fine. But either way, I'm I'm just going to take it as a as, as a rescue opportunity instead of paying for an animal. How hard can this be? Oh, There's something wrong with a lot of well, cats, and you're the guy that seems to love that them. That is one cat that people do pay for, and I'm one of those yeah, the hairless who, for sure. I would rather just go and take care of a cat that needs a home than to pay for an animal. Than, yeah. you know what I mean, just for that for that purpose. So right. attention, anybody listening, keep your eyes out for an adoptable rescue yes. hairless cat. That's correct. That's correct. And don't shave one. Yeah, don't say we're going to know the difference. You can't. No, you can't. You can't shave a cat. I'm sure you shave a cat. I'll, you can shave anything. I'll retract that statement. You can shave a cat. <laughs> On to the birthday request. Ola, I want to wish my fiance Cindy a very happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. Can I get the dirty Germans uh, and an owl hitting the window? And can't wait for you to get home, baby. That from the lovely Randy. Yeah, I get the feeling Randy's not even his real name. He's just giving a description of his mood right now. But yeah, Cindy, I think he's going to try to quote-unquote hook you up if he can't wait for you to get home. See, I'd be careful of Sir Randy. I heard sometimes he could be quite so dandy. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, depending on oh, his company. Dang it. Hang on. What happened? See, Miles, I found the button. I, just oh, didn't, cool. have, I didn't have it potted up. You got the who sucks less ready to go just in case? Do not. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just trying to play it as we see it in here. You know what I'm saying? Let's uh let's give some birthday love. Ready? Here we go. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, to you, to you. Yaz, a dirty German, is brought to you by Men's Room Original Sausage. Available through Uli's world famous sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, <laughs> Schweineflash. Now, the Men's Room wants to know Who Sucks?
less. Yay, time for Who's Like Flex. Stephen, throw a hill out on how you do it, but you find out three stories in the news each and every week. All of them suck. It's up to us to determine, in the end, which one of the three stories sucked the least. Yes, indeed. And like I said at the top of the show, all three of these stories, their commonality is that it's fraud. So let us just start with story number one, where a Missouri man, he tried to commit insurance fraud by paying someone to cut off both of his legs and stage a tractor accident to cover it up. Now, the Howell County Sheriff's Office, they investigated what they call the most bizarre case in their history. In November of last year, six-year-old man from Willow Springs lost both of his legs after allegedly suffering a brush hog accident. The brush hog is a rotary mower usually attached to tractors. You've seen it before. Anyway, he claimed to have both legs accidentally cut off by one of those. However, there were a few holes in the man's story. First of all, he had literally lost both of his legs, as in they were nowhere to be found. Which was bizarre for this type of accident. Then there was the fact that the man's wounds, well, they were too clean to have been caused by a brush hog. And finally, the man was a known paraplegic, which raised questions about how he managed to find his way in the way of a tractor-operated brush hog in the first place. Now, officers and medical personnel, they were called to the scene of the accident. They were also very curious about the tourniquets on the stumps on his legs and who had put them on immediately after the accident. As the investigation continued and more holes appeared in the injured man's story, police discovered that a Florida man had visited the victim with a hatchet and chopped off both of his legs. However, for a fee, it was later revealed that the six-year-old paraplegic had devised the plan to commit insurance fraud, and since he didn't really have any use for his legs anymore, he decided to have them chopped off in the staged accident. But since the man hadn't yet filed a claim with the insurance company, they have no reason to charge him. So even though the paraplegic man cannot be officially charged with insurance fraud, the sheriff's office was so annoyed with the waste of time and resources that it considered pressing charges of filing a false police report or EMS report. The problem was that the man's injuries, they were in fact severe enough that incarceration was, incarceration was virtually impossible. So they decided to let him recover in the hospital instead. As for the man's lost legs, a relative of his reportedly found them in a bucket concealed by tires and turned them over to investigators. Okay. And the whole thing is they can't press charges because he hadn't reached out into insurance. And you can say so it's a who false... Do they, who do they believe actually performed this procedure? He had a friend of his flying from Florida. They note he showed up with a hatchet, chopped off his legs, put on the tourniquets, and then he called him for the insurance fraud. Wow. Hatchet? A ha yeah. I mean, there's nothing sophisticated oh. about this operation. I mean, down the road, I'm parting with disaster. That can't be like... Sorry. That can't be like one swing to the hatchet. No. No. No, you're no. chopping. Uh, now we go to Italy, where a woman stands accused of faking no less than 17 pregnancies, 12 of which were natural abortions, as they say. Five were false births. She did this over a period of 24 years, all to receive about $120,000 in maternity benefits. So 50-year-old uh, Barbara Aiole, she had an unusual number of pregnancies over the last 24 years, which has resulted in years of maternity leave and a small fortune in the state-paid benefits. According to documents filed by the woman, she went through 17 pregnancies, again, 12 of which, unfortunately, couldn't be carried to term. The other five allegedly resulted in the birth of healthy babies. Uh, Benedetta, Angelica, and Bromo, Letizia, and Ismail. Only there's no record of them actually being born, and no one's actually seen them. So Barbara apparently birthed her youngest child this past December, but now authorities claim she's been under surveillance throughout her late pregnancy, and now they have proof that she was never pregnant. They're also accusing her of having faked all 17 pregnancies 
to receive her $120,000. Now, they claim that her elaborate fraud over the last two decades involved stolen birth certificates from Rome, other forged documents, doctor signatures, pillows to emulate a baby bump, and rehearsed a walk, even to appear pregnant. And to declare all of her pregnancies, she registered the stolen medical certificates, forged signatures, and was able to get the 120 grand. Well, in the end, because they started surveilling her, they realized she's not pregnant, and more than likely, she never has. But as for her, despite the overwhelming evidence against her, you know, as in the non-existence of her five children, the forged paperwork, her partner's testimony where he said, I knew damn well that my partner was not pregnant. That is a quote from him. <laughs> all the surveillance, she remains defiant. So to avoid having to appear to investigators for interrogation, she produced two medical certificates, this time genuine, attesting to her poor medical condition. Still, she faces prison time for financial fraud, okay. identity fraud, and right. other charges. So those two frauds are for money. This one is for a little sexy time. A 33-year-old man in Canada, he has been convicted of sexual assault, which is a very serious crime. But the details are ridiculous. Here's the guy's grand scheme. He'd meet men online, but he was pretending to be a woman named Angela. Then he'd invite them to his home for anonymous sex. But there were rules. There was no talking, and the men would not see him. Instead, they'd... uh interact, quote-unquote, through a hole in a sheet that was hanging in the doorway. I think you can guess where this is going. Now, the perp did this twice that they can confirm, and he was caught when the second victim simply pulled the sheet down and saw him on the other side wearing a black wig. Uh, it's unclear why he wore a wig if they couldn't see him in the first place, but uh, it means the first victim we're supposing didn't catch on. Anyway, the man has been sentenced to more than two years in prison. Hmm. So, like I said, they're all fraud. We have the guy, he was a paraplegic, didn't have use for his legs, so he had his buddy chop them off with a hatchet, tried to fake insurance, said he got into a more accident. The Italian woman who faked 17 pregnancies to collect $120,000 total over a period of 24 years. And the guy pretending to be a woman who was, well, allowing you to do things to his backside through a sheet. Mm. I, I feel like the... Mm. I mean... The disease aspect, and I don't know, but if, if that guy had any STDs, right. that's bad. Sure. I also think that would be very awkward if I walked into somebody, a girl's house, and she's like, there's just a hole in a sheet. I, I would leave. But that was a prearrangement. Yeah. That was so keep that, right. this that is, is a prearrangement. You agree. Right. You said, and they said, like, look, if you want to do this, these are the rules. And you still said, cool, won't talk, put up a sheet. But I think the one that sucks the least to me is the paraplegic. It's the woman faking pregnancies and all that. That's bad, and it's... It's awful. There's a lot of people want kids and can't have them. Right. And I, I just think the guy's already a paraplegic. That's bad to do, but, like, eh, he didn't need them anyhow. And to be fair, they couldn't charge him because he never filed the insurance claim. Right? So you can't get him for insurance fraud if you never committed the act. And they were mad because he called 911, but they were like, well, he kind of had to call 911 because whether he did it on purpose or not, his legs were, in fact, chopped off. Right. He would have yeah. died. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm with you on that. Like, I don't like this guy, but inevitably, you didn't commit any crimes that they could prosecute you with. So, in the end, you just chopped off your legs for nothing. Yeah, and he's only hurting himself. Right. Yeah. I'm torn between that and a mouth's a mouth. I, you don't know what's a mouth. I think it's probably both of those things. <laughs> but I mean, these guys agreed to do it. I mean, it doesn't go, mean I'm, it should I'm, be a guy, like, but like, still. I'm going to go no legs guy sucks the least. Mm -hmm. I think that's the way that goes down.
Our debate continues if you follow KISW on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram on Who Sucks Less. Shout the day's coming up. You are listening to The Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Hi, Chicago Men's Room. Trigger Toast for the show of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, quick check out with Mike Hogg and some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Now, it's time to hit the head. Yeah. Lines. Here's Mike Hawk. He's not here. He's definitely not working on these. That's a good point. He truly is not working no, on these. No. I won't play his screech because he's not here. That's right. Did you guys see the video of the horse that was galloping down I-95 in Philly last week? I heard about it. I did not see the video. Good news. He is okay, and the escape earned him a brand new name. He belonged to a charity called the Fletcher Street Urban Riding Club. They offer city kids a chance to go out and uh, ride a horse. All right. So they got to choose a new name for the horse. And they went with... Won't be a horse. Uh, escapee. Freeway. Freeway. Okay. Not bad. Super great. Not bad. And wait a minute. Was this in Philly? Yeah. yeah. Up, up and down I-95, the horse was just running up down the road. Uh, just ironic. I'm pretty sure there's a rapper from Philly back in the name named Freeway. We're freeway. Okay. <laughs> It's funny my animal stories get all the pub. This is not funny. I want to preface this. This story is not funny. But we're watching. Who's seven? Are they Cairo? Correct. Cairo, Cairo seven, seven last night. And uh, so <laughs> I had seen the earlier broadcast and followed her up again. Uh, maybe it was last night or the night before. Either way, just keep in mind, if someone is stabbed or murdered or killed or dies, you know, it's always, oh, sad story to report on him. South Seattle today, a man was found dead in a bus shelter, blah, blah, blah. And they move on. Okay, so before their newscast the other night, it was coming up on Cairo 7, a very disturbing story. Right, and they're being dead serious, all that kind of thing. They pop on, they spent the first two minutes, and again, it's not funny, but we could not help but laugh, because again, it's not a person, somebody shot a miniature horse. Oh, yeah, I mean, there was two minutes of this, and, and I mean, the anchors are like, this is so serious. And I looked at my wife, and I said, like, it's not cool, but 
Like, if you died in a car accident, they'd have hit it and quit it in 15 seconds. That would even bring it up. I mean, it wasn't a famous no. one, right? No. It, there's a woman, and I felt bad. And this woman, she has a horse farm, and the horse's name was Buttercup. I remember all of this. It's a miniature horse, Buttercup. A Buttercup took a bullet between the freaking eyes from someone who knows what they're doing. They fired from the, I mean, it's a whole thing, but I'm like, guys, if people die, you're like, eh. If a horse dies, you're like, this is the most serious thing we're ever going to tell you. Speaking of animals, not the one that you'd want to save, but the Houston Zoo just did something big for a very small animal. A Peruvian stick bug. What? What, what did they do for a Peruvian, a Peruvian stick bug? They kind of look like... A stick, right? The they, they, they look like IG-88. Yeah, right. They look it, like a young Groot. Yeah. It's a stick bug, right? right. A young Groot. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so it ended up with a very floppy neck after she molted and shed her exoskeleton. So for whatever reason, something happened to her neck when she shed her skin. So they used a part of a Q-tip and engineered a tiny neck brace that saved her life. They splinted a bug with a Q-tip stick and after two days, the bug healed and is now all better. Nice. Surgery on a bug. And a splint. That's a new one. That's a new one. Are they rare? I mean, if you're in Peru, probably not. It seems crazy to do surgery, surgery on an insect. Well, the fact that I, was, when you talk about the sheer number of insects, like, we can replace them. Yeah. Uh, the new way, by the way, to find a missing pet is to hire a drone operator to go look for them. A reporter recently talked to a guy in New York. He volunteers for a pet rescue group. His $8,000 drone has a thermal cam that picks up body heat. And he's found 40 missing dogs in the past year. Good on him, man. Based on the drone. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to see? I mean, honestly, that makes a ton more sense. Re- we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 